Today's video is brought to you by Upstart. Hey brother! Nitwit, Oddment, Blubber, and Tweak. Now, to be honest, the very first time I ever heard Dumbledore speak these words, I pretty much just thought they were plain gibberish. At best, he was just sort of like poking fun at the way that people are like, now just a few words and then sort of like go off into distant ramblings forever. You know, Harry was just sitting there thinking like, it's never a few words and it's been forever since I ate those pumpkin pasties on the train. Which by the way, what on earth is a pumpkin pasty? Pasty? It sounds like the type of thing they would make on the Great British Bake Off for like the round two, you know, the technical one where nobody knows what it is. And I could probably just look it up and find the answer, but I feel like finding out this way in the comments is gonna be way more interesting. But no, I think that Dumbledore selected these four words very carefully to come right after Harry sorting in his first year. I think these four words represent the four houses. Today, we explain. Guys, before we dive on in, I want to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, Upstart. Financial responsibility is a big deal. Do your homework and make sure any decision you make is the right choice for you. Guys, we all know that getting into debt is easy and getting out of it can be kind of tricky. For me personally, this was my student loans. Now, I was fortunate enough that my monthly payments were less than $200, but it was spread across seven different loans. And that meant that I had seven different due dates and seven different ways that I was supposed to be making my payments. And that is where Upstart can help. Upstart is a revolutionary lending process that goes beyond your traditional credit score to determine your credit worthiness. It rewards you for your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. And it can help you to consolidate all of your high interest payments into one easy solution. It is fast, simple, and easy. And if approved, most people get their funds the very next day. So if you'd like to find out how low your rate could be, you can do so by going to upstart.com SCB. It only takes a few minutes and it will not affect your credit. Again, that's upstart.com slash SCB. All the information is in the description down below. Okay, guys, in case you need a refresher on this bizarre grouping of four words, it is happening in Harry's first year right after the sorting ceremony. And all it really does is like kind of put a giant question mark over Albus Dumbledore as the headmaster. Like, is this guy crazy or what? At this point, like us, the audience, all we really know is that this is the man who left Harry at the Dursleys. He really likes lemon drops and Hagrid nearly ripped Uncle Vernon's arms off for insulting him. And everyone just seems to super respect him and regard him as like one of the most powerful wizards ever. But to me, it's interesting that these are the first four words that like Harry ever hears this man say, and it's kind of just utter nonsense. Nonsense that is like met with thunderous applause. And even six years later at Dumbledore's funeral, Harry is still reflecting back on those four words. But like, you know, if Uncle Vernon, for example, had somehow, some way actually come to see Harry get sorted into his house and he was there to witness this happening, then I feel like it would have all but confirmed that this school was full of nothing but just sheer ridiculous. Alas though, Dumbledore is one who selects his words very carefully and I don't think this is any exception. What I think he's actually doing here is selecting four words that actually represent the like opposing ideals of the four Hogwarts houses students were just sorted into. Words that people of your own house might use to describe anyone who was sorted differently from you. And this might sound confusing, but it's really not. Let's just go ahead and break it down 
down, starting with Nitwit and Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw House, of course, values intelligence, wit, wisdom, and creativity, and depending on the branding, sometimes eagles. We got you covered. So that means a Nitwit is basically the opposite of a Ravenclaw, quite literally someone who has less wit, less intelligence. Someone silly or foolish, a regular nincompoop. Yeah, I said it, and anyone not in Ravenclaw House is a total nitwit said everyone in Ravenclaw House. Moving on though, the next word, blubber, would be the opposing ideals of all those bros over in Gryffindor House. Bunch of broom jockeys, am I right? No guys, I kid. Lions are adorable, almost as cool as tigers. Although, let's, let's be real, neither is a horned chameleon. <laughs> Blubber is, of course, quite literally, under most circumstances, a word to describe, like, whale fat. But in this particular case might be more like the slang variation that an 11-year-old might use to describe someone who was less than athletic. A trait that the more bold and daring Gryffindor students may take very seriously. Snape even says to Harry that if his Quidditch team loses, that it'll be the first time that Gryffindor House has ever finished at the bottom of the table in the past 200 years. Not for nothing, but that is insanely impressive. Like 200 years and out of a four team competition, you have never finished fourth? Next up is Oddment, which I don't even think I have to tell you is clearly a reference to the fourth album of the psychedelic rock band, the King Gizzard Wizard, no, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Do you know this band? The fourth album of the psychedelic rock band, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. A real life band, not a Wizarding World band that I just learned about while researching this video and whose mascot had better be the Horned Chameleon. <laughs> No, but seriously, an oddment is usually just like a leftover piece or remnant of something that was prior a larger set. Scraps that are no longer useful to make anything else out of. Oddment would be the opposite of a Slytherin, which at least as far as the books in Albus Dumbledore are concerned, super value blood purity. Basically that if you are a half-blood or any other fraction of magicalness that is not 100%, then you are an oddment. Which just leaves us with the word tweak, a killer dance move that Hufflepuffs are just completely incapable of doing. No matter how hard they try or how many King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard concerts they attend. But actually, this one is just like a little bit harder to exactly sort out. But to tweak something means to like kind of slightly adjust it. But why would that be like the opposite of what it means to be in Hufflepuff House or how Hufflepuffs would feel about the other students? Well, Hufflepuff going all the way back to its founder, Helga Hufflepuff, is the house for everyone else. For people who maybe don't value like ambition or bravery or intelligence as much as the people who would be sorted into the other three houses. Hufflepuffs are very loyal and hardworking, humble, down-to-earth people. And so from their point of view, they might see like the amount of value that the other students are placing into like wit or bravery or cunning as like too much and that they need to maybe be tweaked. And okay, so like maybe that's the meaning that I can delve out of these four words, but then like 
what is the point of Alba's Dumbledore saying them? Like, why talk about the opposing values of each of his school's respective houses to start the year right after the sorting ceremony? Well, I would personally argue that this is kind of the exact same messaging that Alba's Dumbledore is always giving to his students at the start and end of each term, that the Hogwarts houses are best when unified. And you might be wondering, like, how on earth, after describing four words that describe the difference of each other did you land on unity? Glad you asked. It actually starts way back when the castle was first founded as sung to us by the Sorting Hat. So Hogwarts worked in harmony for several happy years, but then discord crept among us, feeding on our faults and fears. The houses that, like Pillars 4, had once held up our school, now turned upon each other and divided sought to rule. And for a while it seemed the school must meet an early end, what with dueling and with fighting, and the clash of friend on friend. And at last there came a morning when old Slytherin departed, and though the fighting then died out, he left us quite downhearted. And never since the Founders 4 were whittled down to three, have the houses been united as they were meant to be. What stands out to me there is the word never. Like, they wanted all four houses to be unified under Hogwarts, and ever since, like, the very beginning, it's never worked as planned. That kind of means that the school doesn't even operate to, like, its intended original ideals. Going back to the Sorting Hat, it says, now turned upon each other and divided sought to rule. To me, that doesn't sound like it was just Slytherin apart from everyone else. It was like everyone bickering amongst each other. And the breaking point was Slytherin leaving. But the school isn't out of whack because Slytherin left. It's because each of the four houses sought to rule when really their goal was for all four to exist in harmony. And I think Dumbledore perhaps understands this more than anyone else. Like, just listen to this passage from Goblet of Fire. Every guest in this hall will be welcome back here at any time should they wish to come. I say to you all once again, in the light of Lord Voldemort's return, we are only as strong as we are united, as weak as we are divided. And interestingly, this idea of unity is mirrored by none other than Lord Voldemort himself. <laughs> just in a very different way when he tells all the defenders of Hogwarts that Slytherin House is good enough for everyone. His idea of unity is everybody being forced under one sign, while Dumbledore's on the other hand is four distinctly different groups like deciding to come together. And this I think is the very point that he is trying to make with his few words at the beginning of Philosopher's Stone. We're definitely not all the same, but that doesn't mean we can't work together. Nitwit, Blubber, Oddment, and Tweak. It's a reminder to all of the students about how they feel about the students from houses that aren't their own. And yet, isn't it kind of remarkable that even though all of these things are different, this sentiment, this feeling is being shared by every student in the hall, that despite their differences, aren't they all kind of the same in this way? The solution is not to go on feeling superior, but to recognize that despite the fact that you're in different houses, you're all still unified by the one school. I feel like that must have been like the most annoying part about Harry's name coming out of the Goblet of Fire, like other than, you know, Lord Voldemort. 
returning, also annoying. Dumbledore must have been so excited that like for the first time in so long, all of the four houses were going to be unified under their one champion. And then, Harry, you put your name in the cupboard of the fire. Okay, my question for you and everyone else is, what do you think? Do you think these four obscure words are intended to be Dumbledore's hidden message about unity to the school? Be sure to leave all of your thoughts in the title section down below. Also guys, don't forget to go and check out Upstart. Link to all of that information is in the description description down below. But guys, as always, thanks for watching. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you would like some more Harry Potter action from us, you can check out this video right up here to figure out why Dumbledore's ridiculously long name is what it is, or right here to figure out whether or not Salazar Slytherin is actually evil. But Jay, that's all I've got for you today, man. I will see you on Tuesday.